Hello and good Monday morning. Welcome back to another episode of Love, Joy, and Languages, a podcast about loving languages and finding joy in learning them. I'm your language-loving host, Heidi, and thank you as always for being here. Today's episode is going to be one of the short ones. I just want to share something that's really been helping me with both Italian and German, particularly when I'm feeling stuck, which can happen pretty often in my languages, and it's not for lack of resources. You all know I have a history of hoarding resources, so I have access to plenty of language tools to keep me busy and help me progress. But as our own language guides, we get to pick and choose what to learn, right? And I think I do a pretty good job of managing what to learn next because, as I've said before, I keep a list of known unknowns in my languages, things I know I need to work on. So if I'm feeling stuck or maybe bored with what I've been doing, I can go to this list and pick something to focus on for a bit. So this is tip number one for getting unstuck. Write down all the things you know are coming up on your language path. Things you understand when you hear or read, maybe, but that are difficult for you to produce. Things you sort of understand peripherally, but that you don't fully grasp. This can be anything about the language. Themed vocabulary you want to dive into, uses of certain filler words that don't really translate to your other languages, grammar points like a certain verb tense, preposition use, subordinate clauses, or maybe one of the four skills, reading, writing, listening, or speaking. So when you come to a point where you feel stuck or uninspired and aren't really sure where to go next, consult the list and just dig in. You don't have to plan a huge project or anything. Sometimes just a single focused study session is exactly what we need to get unstuck and keep making progress. Now, sometimes there's more going on than just feeling stuck. Maybe I sort of feel disconnected from my languages. Perhaps I've had a rather poor conversation lesson and am feeling demotivated. Or I have a moment of realizing that after six years of learning Italian, I still have so much left to improve, and I feel overwhelmed. At times like these, there's something else that works really well for me getting back on track and making progress. And this tip, number two, is to do something you enjoy that includes the language. For Italian, my go-to is to listen to music, usually one of my many albums from Ultimo, who I'll put down in the show notes, but his songs really move me. Even when my down or more negative feelings have nothing to do with languages, I go to his music, have my feelings, sing it out, and I just feel better or calmer, or sometimes I just feel seen. His songs are so full of passion and feeling that they have a tremendous effect on me. And because his songs are in Italian, I usually come across a word or phrase that's new to me. You know how with music, even in our native languages, we often think the singers are saying one thing when really it's another? So very often when I'm listening to one of these songs, a word or phrase becomes clear. And I either get excited because I've understood it completely and the song makes more sense, or I understand what's been said, but I don't know what it means. And I look it up and learn something. And this discovery through something I love, music, is often enough to re-spark my love of the language and desire to dig deeper, helping me get unstuck. Something else I really enjoy is reading. But if I'm feeling stuck, I don't want to try reading something big like a book or something depressing like the news. My go-to here is National Geographic magazine online. 
Instead of going to nationalgeographic.com, I go directly to nationalgeographic.it or .de, find an interesting article about animals or travel or something else I enjoy, and just read. I don't focus on unknown vocabulary or intensively working through sentence structures. I just take in the language and focus on the story or information being shared. So again, doing this thing that I enjoy, but in one of my languages, is an excellent tool for getting unstuck because it strengthens my bond or tether to the language and it often results in coming across something that I want to dig into more. Just like when I discover new words or phrases through music, very often when I read, I come across something about the language that I feel drawn to and then want to learn about. And this really leads me to the third and final tip I have for getting unstuck in your languages. Tip number three is simply to get curious. Get curious and find a rabbit hole to go down. Curiosity is such a wonderful guide for language learning, and if you're in a mindset of curiosity, the doorway of possibilities is wide open. I'll give an example of how being curious recently worked for me. During a lull in my Italian a couple months ago, I was scrolling Instagram when I came across an Italian language learning post that had the word innanzitutto. I hear this word a lot in Italian podcasts, but this was the first time I'd seen it written and discovered that it's one word. In anzi tutto sounds to me like three words because in, anzi, and tutto are three individual Italian words. When I saw this as one single word in the context it was in, I realized that I've been understanding the meaning of the word all wrong. So I looked it up to understand better. But instead of just looking for an English translation, I searched for synonyms of this word in Italian. So in the web browser, I typed in sinonimi di innanzitutto. And I found a list of synonyms, many that I already use, so I could immediately envision using this word in my everyday speech. Next, I went to Riverso Context to look up example sentences. But this reminded me that I want to use more adverbs and conjunctions in my Italian for a better flow of the language to take my spoken language up a notch. So I wrote down some other adverbs and conjunctions that I see or hear often but haven't internalized yet. Some of them I understand and can use when I'm speaking to myself, but I don't remember to use them in a natural way in conversations. Others are ones that I hear often but haven't quite grasped their meaning. As I played around with a few of these words in reverso, I remembered that some of them call for the subjunctive use of a verb, and I was reminded of an episode of Stivale Italiano podcast about this when I learned that nonostante is a conjunction that takes the subjunctive. So then I searched for more conjunctions and adverbial phrases that take the subjunctive. Instead of allowing myself to get overwhelmed or feel like I need to learn all of these, I just chose a few of the most common adverbs, conjunctions, and adverbial phrases that I read and hear, especially those that I can understand their meaning without having to translate into English, and then in my journal that I actively write in, I made two short lists of these words. One list of those requiring subjunctive, and one list for those that take the indicative. And I can refer to that list when I'm studying, reading, writing. I have it available as a reminder of those words that I want to start using in my speech. So this example of letting curiosity guide me is like that book if you give a mouse a cookie. 
If you give a language learner an adverb, they'll look up its meaning, and once they know its meaning, they'll write example sentences, and then they'll remember other words they don't yet know, and they'll search for texts using those words just to be reminded that some require a different part of grammar, so they'll look for more words requiring that part of grammar, and so on. When I study like this, just letting curiosity guide me, I can get in an hour of study time with plenty of notes and examples, all from free internet sources, and be really excited about everything I've encountered. And I can find curious inspiration in anything that uses the language. Sometimes when I'm stuck or don't know what to focus on, I just open Duolingo and after a couple of sentences, some part of grammar comes up that I haven't quite grasped yet, and off I go. I search for explanations on the web, I search for other words that trigger a particular grammar structure, I practice my own sentences, I find other interesting things I didn't know or understand, I start noticing what I've learned throughout the week or as I read or listen to the language. So something as simple as a single sentence from Duolingo has the potential to spark just enough curiosity that I don't have to think about what to learn. I go down an hour-long rabbit hole feeling excited and motivated to know more. When I'm on a roll, I don't have to think about what to learn or do next. I just learn, practice, produce. Learn, practice, produce. And when I start feeling stuck again, when my progress starts to slow and I'm not sure where to go, I can use one of these three tips to re-spark my interest and start making progress again. Making or consulting my list of things I know I need to learn or practice, doing something I enjoy that just uses the language, just to access the language in a fun way, and getting curious about something, about a word or a topic that I want to discover. When you do these three in combination, your ability to get unstuck is even more powerful. If I consult my list of known unknowns, then listen to music or read a National Geographic article and find something from my list in that input, then let my curiosity of this thing lead me down a rabbit hole of discovery, it's impossible for me to continue feeling stuck. I get really excited about what I'm learning and my curiosity goes deeper. I add more things to my list of known unknowns. I access the same music or the article again and again, better internalizing what I've learned. This is something that really works for me. There are, of course, many other ways to get unstuck in your language learning, and I'll link several blogs and videos by other language learners sharing how they get unstuck, because what works for each of us will depend on our likes, our preferences, our learning styles, our languages and levels and connections to the languages, and so many other things. What's important is that you don't give up and don't give in to the feelings of failure that can creep up when we aren't making fast progress or don't have clarity on our path ahead. It's okay to take a break. In fact, that's definitely one method for getting unstuck, is to take a step back for a bit. But remember that you are doing this. You are learning this language. It's normal to get stuck. It's normal to feel like progress has halted. And there's definitely a method for getting unstuck that will work for you. Maybe you're interested in making a list, doing a fun activity in your language, or getting really curious about something you come across. Try them out. Try out other methods. And know for sure that you've got this. I wish you a wonderful week of progressive and exciting language learning. And until next time, ciao.